Here is what has been going down on the D's Nuts banter. I've got pictures of him. Not a dick pic, is it? Uh, man, uh, anytime you're in a picture, it's a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> What's the oldest person you've had on your bull? I had a 90-year-old up there. A 90-year-old person? Uh, woman or a man? Uh, it's a woman. I had veterans coming there with no legs. <laughs> and they get up, they crawl on there, and I throw them around like a rag doll. They tell me just, and they got strong arms. And I mean, the crowd goes nuts. So I finally got Mark Ali. Is that how you pronounce it? An easy way to remember is Mark Ali, like Muhammad Ali, spelled differently. <laughs> you being a musician, that probably means that rope dope means something totally different. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Love the rope dope. Please take the time to follow or subscribe to the D's Nuts Banter on. Facebook, Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, or iHeartRadio. You can find all of the listed places you can find us at www.deesnutsbanter.com. You got us drunk as shit, man. And is that, here's the deal, is that I was about to tell you, I think I was drunk, dude. I don't know if I was giving, <laughs> I don't think I was giving you life-changing advice. This, so what happened was we went back to our hotel, and I woke up the next morning, I started thinking about what you said. And it scared the shit out of me. Thinking about not being with her, it just, it bothered me. And the more I thought about it, the more I, I was, uh, oh, it was like borderline paranoid kind of thing. I was like, I can't lose her. I can't. I love her so much. And so when we met up with you, we went and got a slice of pizza. I can't remember where that was. We were hungover as shit. All of us were. And, uh, and she walked to the bathroom and I said, hey, hey, I'm going to propose to her. Where should I do it? And he said, oh, let's go to the steps of the ride. And I was like, perfect. And we went up to this. We walked over there and you're you're giving the you're giving the, the tour thing. Oh, church of country music. You remember that? Oh, man, I, I, dude, I was being, I had to pretend to be a tour guy all the way out the bar because she was wanting to go home and go back to bed. She was like, and I was like, no, I know she was, man. As I remember, and she was, what, what is going on? And and I had to go into complete bullshit mode. Dude, it was hilarious. But There's yes, a homeless guy remember. sitting right there on the steps. I think we shoot him off, or at least crop him out of the video. <laughs> but yeah, I remember <laughs> the look on her face. Is that because she had been suspicious? And I was a little bit exaggerating it of the extent of of her behavior. Is that that moment? Is that. As you went into that speech that you're going to regret for the rest of your life. I mean, that romantic <laughs> gesture you did to that beautiful woman. Thank God I have an edit button. The look on her face, dude, is it was genuine. And what an honor to be a part of that moment was what a genuine look on her face of, oh, shit, is is this fucker crazy? Oh, yeah, I love him. But, uh, oh, my God, this is the, really the coolest moment of my life. I have to say, player, player, you played on. And you, you took the video and everything. I appreciate that. I don't know how close we was for me being that homeless guy asleep on the steps, and he was the one giving you a tour around Nashville because that's the way Nashville is. One day, you the guy who is getting the, the, these two couples married, and the next day, you're on the rhyming step cropped out of, out of a proposal picture. Ain't that, that, ain't that the truth though right you did it without a ring so ecstatic she didn't even notice because she turned around and gave me the, it was the middle finger but i was like man that's probably where she would have wore that ring if he would have had i one. just it's just you know? how many times does that happen where someone proposes without a ring i just did it i mean you know? dude me every time i go on a date with a girl from tinder but the, the <laughs> average joe never 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 the new year is here time for businesses to rebrand or upgrade their marketing 
First Impressions Printing and Imprinting is here for you. Your one-stop shop for all your marketing material. Whether it's for printing, swag, embroidery, screen printing, signage, or graphic designs, we have you covered. Mention this ad, and new customers get $50 off their first order of $500 or more. Owner and creative consultant Kelly Zane has decades of experience working with top businesses and entertainers all over the globe. Contact her and start brainstorming today at 615-715-6115 or email her at kelly at firstimpressionprinting.info or kelly at firstimpressionprint.com. Remember, you only get one chance to make a first impression. Make it count. So call Kelly today at 615-715-6115 and rebrand or upgrade your marketing with a first impression. Your one-stop shop for all your marketing needs. But I went to the Zimmer again. I was working with this guy with his hand, and it was getting better and better. And uh, then all of a sudden, he had this bright idea. He said, hey, what if we get in the ring, and you do what you do, and I do what I do? And I was like, you do, what, what, are, what are you trying to say? He goes, you get in there, and you do what you do, and I do what I do. And I says, hey, oh, oh, you, you want to kick me? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I ain't never really been kicked before. And he you know, just, you do what you do. So I said, yeah, I was reluctant. But then I finally said, okay, fine. So the bell rang. I shot across the ring. I, saw, I was on him like, Wah! and I was hitting him. And I about killed him. And uh, Afterwards, he ain't never been, I ain't never seen the side of you before. He ain't never seen me get kicked either. <laughs> At any point, you can simply disconnect from this feed. To hear this option again, press any sharp object into your brain. Please enjoy this relaxing music while we stall for no damn good reason. Very first gig that you knew felt like it was different. What was that gig like? Different would be the word since, no, no, I'm just saying, kidding. The Roxy, man, I guess the very first opening night at the Roxy, it was like I could feel, I looked out the curtain and Axl Rose right there. Ted Nugent had a seat up in the, in the balcony and all these people were there to see us. And it was the very first night we came out. We sold it out, of course, and it was like just people wall to wall. It was a little scary, but I knew it was like, this is, whoa, this is like different, all right? It was like big time, like my hair's nine foot tall. We're walking down the stairs from the dressing room and I knew right then and I'm sure this was the night of that because there you got Axel and all of them. He, they just did Appetite for Destruction and we were doing ours. Yeah, that night was pretty cool at the Roxy right there. And I, I forget the date. It was like the 85 or something or 80. But it was big, dude. I mean, it was like amazing. Everybody was out there, man. Everybody you can think of in the, in, the, in the business. They were there to see us. And we threw it down. And that was a pretty good night. And that was different, all right. Because I'll tell you, the first time I played the Roxy, Mark Workman, which is, he's a Megadeth guy now, I think stage manager, but he was my stage manager, and he was like a, he's a god in the industry as far as that kind of guy. But we played the Roxy and opened for Vixen, or Leather Angel. Do you remember them? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's people from those bands, they were, they were, you know, they made Dixon. They were called Leather Angel. We opened for them, and it was, it was Black Knight. First time I played, that was the first time I played the Roxy. So... We opened, we got to the backstage, which I thought was the backstage. It was a big old velvet walls and all these drinks and stuff. We were just having a good time for a little bit until the guy, Mark Workman, that ended up working for me later, he's like, oh, no, 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 this is not you guys. Come, come with me. And he put us on the balcony 
up behind the stage to watch the band, but he had the curtain closed and that was our backstage. And I was like, oh fuck, we put it from a big giant place to this little thing. So the next time I played there, it was with Hawk and we had the, we had everything in. And of course we were the headline and all that. It was different, all right, because we had, everything was just perfect, bro. It was just perfect, but one, one thing out of place. It was just cool. Yep. That's what I Now, in reality, you are not lying. I mean, you pretty much told it like it was. We brought you there, took you out, you fell in love with the fiddle, and we said, okay, we'll see you later, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> How much did my family pay you to come and just drop me the fuck off? I mean, that's what now, I'm wondering. I just didn't expect 30 years to pass by. <laughs> you think that like, I did? I've been waiting for you to come back and pick my ass up. I'd like to go see my son like, and my mother. And well, Man, I'll tell you, man, when I when I show back up, we come to like a, a reunion-like type thing. Like, I haven't seen you in years, and I'm here to pick you up from that. You know, that night from 1997. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm tagging. I'm going home and seeing my mother, okay? I don't want to see her before she dies. I mean, I haven't been right. home. I mean, shit, I, I mean, you left me. You know I didn't have a car. I want to go home. Came along you know, I mean, this is not a and you've been down there ever since, man. And I remember you and I doing the barking thing that they used to call it back in those days. Man, we've seen a lot. We saw Nashville transfer from what it was to what it is. A lot of people we've lost along the way. But when you weather the storm, hey, I've been to the highest of heights, you know, but I've also seen the lowest of lows. So I can relate to you when you was in a dark place, but here's my logic on that. When you're in the dark place, be still for a minute and focus because your eyes will adjust to the dark. And me, I see better in the dark. In fact, I'm better in the dark than most. It was bad to. I remember when you were, I was just a little kid, a little kid, 22 years old, working the door next to you. You had already been in this town. Why you took me underneath your wing, why you liked me. You were, you were a funny guy, man. You always had all these comedy. You would find humorous thing to say. Even when the alley was spiraling out of control or something kind of messed up had happened, you would stand over there and just off the top of your head, you would come up with something funny to say that would kind of break the ice and and kind of start things back on a smooth road. So bodyguards back in those days and doing security work, all the things that I would do back then. There were some times when you would have big, huge, Vanderbilt ball players come down and by them being pampered and spoiled and privileged, they would tend to want to do things that were not appreciated or that wasn't good. So uh, immediately after they would wake up from going night, night, <laughs> you would uh, you would say something funny as, as I was dusting off my knuckles. That would just start to knife back over in a good form again. Saw that. Looking at you across there, or you would walk over and, and say something like, you only hit him one time? Yeah, I took pride in that. I never liked to swing twice. <laughs> Why is the national bird the bald eagle? I'm going to give you a little hit. Actually, Ben Franklin 
who was very formed this great experiment called the United States. Yeah. He wanted the national symbol to be the turkey, which people think turkeys are like, oh, you jerk, you turkey. Nah, turkeys mm-hmm. are very noble animals. They, they don't take more than they need. You know what I'm saying? They do what they do. Now, the bald eagle, I mean, even though it looks regal and everything, it's, it's basically a scavenger. It'll just take whatever prey that's available. It'll disrupt vultures if it can. There's not too many of them. Now, the, the bald eagle is taker, whereas the, the turkey is more of a noble animal. It, it, it only it doesn't take from others. And, th- and that would be a, di- a whole different narrative taking the turkey as our national. Because Thanksgiving would be totally different. <laughs> well, hell yeah, man. We'd be eating a fucking bald eagle. <laughs> Exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, mm, this, this, uh, this, this, this eagle is delicious, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this special episode of The D's Nuts Banter. A Mozart Chaplin production. And it's done promotion. Brought to you by First Impression and 3W Epitome. Really? You Crazy.